0: Hello there. Welcome to my publication, Princess and the P Survivor Edition, where we talk about healing from trauma, life's sometimes seemingly impossible tests, and how all these challenges impact our relationships with others. Thanks for being here. My name is Faith Christine Bergevin. You can call me Faith. On today's podcast, we explore the pressures of time, how fast it goes, especially while raising children the intense build-up to our first post-pandemic holiday, and changes that happen big and small, whether you're prepared for it or not. Listen to how healing still can happen even amid challenges that often feel relentless. In the blink of an eye, on finding meaning in the face of time. The holiday season surprised me this year. My eldest daughter returns from college tonight, as I will pick her up from the ferry after dropping off my youngest at dress rehearsal for the musical Into the Woods, which opens tomorrow night. She also finishes her first fall term at her new school on Friday. With my eldest daughter's arrival, I've realized we are entering the season. I'm not ready, not even close. It's like I blinked and summer became mid-December. I don't know what happened to the fall because it would appear I missed it. It's not that I haven't thought of gifts, or ordered anything, or made a list based on wishes and requests. It's not that at all, although I do feel somewhat distant from all the preparations, even as my daughters excitedly express how great it will be to do nothing. Sigh. Anyone who's a mom knows what doing nothing means. It is anything but for parents who are Santa's dutiful elves, creating, making, and preparing so that the traditions manifest... It is not poof, although the mom's reading might agree that part of the fun as a parent is making it look magical. That is our unique thrill as parents. It does come, however, with a do list. How change changes you. I love watching my teen girls become closer friends every year. It is a joy as a mother to witness. Even so, for me personally, something has changed inside. Not necessarily as a mother but in how I am in the world, which I guess impacts my mothering since this is one aspect of the totality of me, not to get too existential today. I've made a shift in the past two months that makes me feel different than who I was before, and I'm somewhat distracted by this change. Sharing here in my podcast, in my newsletter, and on other platforms has meant I am breaking the silence I have lived with for over three years. The silence itself created a barrier between me and the world, so it has been freeing while also destabilizing at times. I notice a side effect of going public is that I feel rather strange about it all. It felt like I was living in a kind of silo before the pandemic, from getting into graduate school, going through a divorce, actual grad school, and then preparing for after my master's degree And then everything was thrown inside out and upside down by one event. Then, the pandemic came. And I think it's safe to say we were all trying to survive in one way or another during this time, no matter who you are or where you were from. Living in a silo was kind of mandated for a time. It was lonely and difficult. This year, I've noticed a new challenge as we grapple with choice in our post-pandemic lives, including how we handle holiday traditions. Last year, there were still so many restrictions, at least where I live. I recall many a client saying they were relieved they weren't allowed to travel and see family. Many were glad that they had a break from forced family traditions. Now that restrictions have lifted and we're somehow forced to just deal with a rogue virus and hope when it hits us or the ones we love, it doesn't hit too hard. It's made many realize how much choice we actually have. So many took their chance to travel after the long travel ban, choosing to experience a world that had been taken away. Suddenly, it was urgent to reclaim our right to travel. Since the pandemic took away many choices in the interest of public safety, exercising this choice was an assertion of personal freedom. My own assertion of freedom didn't come in a plane ticket to some exotic locale. Instead, It came in choosing to no longer live in a silo of silence. This has been my change, which comes with a cost, a cost I'm still figuring out. As I enter into the doing mode of the holiday season, I find I don't have much energy and lack the desire to do anything except what's necessary. What is necessary? I wonder how much my lowered energy levels have to do with the energy expended in making the change. To be vulnerable and open. I also wonder what I have left in me after one year, two years, three years of trials, in addition to my other major changes these past few months. What do I have in me to give in the wake of a new life? My life has been full of change since the summer. For one, I chose to move houses as I felt the need to live to leave the home I'd been in since 2017. So much happened there, and I was feeling rather stuck. Moving offered the chance for a new start. I moved mid-August to a new home that had several issues, and it was hard to work and get things done. It was as if I was constantly adjusting to new problems, constant issues that made peace hard to come by. As well, my eldest daughter started college, and we moved her into residence. Settling her into her dorm on that last day of August was bittersweet. We'd just moved two weeks before. She'd barely had time to settle in before it was time for her to leave. We had a brief holiday at a local hot springs before taking her to school. The day we moved her into the dorm, my daughter and I faced each other in the restroom at a local restaurant after consuming a platter of nachos and Caesar salad. We looked at one another and wept. This was my baby who I still sometimes saw as a two-year-old. I know, I know. And I recalled how we explored Oxford together for a year when she was but a toddler and we were living in England for a little over a year. All the years since then flooded me, a blur before my eyes, and here I was standing with the young woman I raised and wondering where all the time had gone. That moment, as intense as it was, was also brief because I had to catch a ferry back home for work I had clients to see and then soon after my youngest started high school leaving all she knew since her tight-knit group of friends mostly ended up at different schools she had to navigate getting to school walking her own and I had to let her go I'd driven her to middle school since it was so far away for three years but the high school was nearer a new place In the mornings, I'd watch her leave and sometimes worry when she came home late. Letting her go and be more independent has been a challenge for me, but I must let her, even as she reminds me daily simply by the fact that she is taller than me. Sometimes I forget how much time has passed, how fast it goes, How my children have grown even as I'm distracted by all the daily necessities like food shopping and suddenly required items like mascara for her stage makeup kit as well as my own work and ongoing healing process in my role as mother I'm there when needed a springboard for ideas problem solver and purchaser of pastries when someone needs a pick-me-up with all the activity it is hard to just stop and breathe to look around My life requires an energy I often don't have. And I think that's what the holiday season may offer us. Finding meaning in the season. Now, as I bustle about, I'm beginning to remember what is important to me. Yes, my ongoing healing. But this process of speaking up cannot overshadow what is truly important in my life. The relationships I have with my daughters. The time we have is limited and wondrous and precious. So is my energy. No matter what, no matter if I am still not sure where and how to show up in public spaces, all that fades in the focus of the holiday. Because for me, the meaning of this time, my reason for the season, is in the presence of the two young women who share my life. It is my task to be present in order to experience their presence, because that is what I'm lucky to have. All we have is time and a finite amount of energy. As I shift out of work mode, I suspect I will begin to feel closer to what matters. Soon it'll just be me and my daughters, hanging out by a bare tree after choosing where to place it in a new living room. We will dig out the ornaments from the shed with too many disorganized boxes and place our treasures on the tree and mantle. We'll eat too much chocolate, maybe throw stuffies at one another, and laugh at cat videos. The distance may creep inside me sometimes, but I suspect the call towards our traditions will ground me. I anticipate my inner distance will recede as I move into the choices I make every year, choices that nurture all of us with their familiarity. And slowness. No matter what I might miss in my preparations do list, an ingredient for a meal, the extra stocking stuffer, I realize that in honoring my needs, my diminished energy levels from too much change in a small amount of time, I will focus less on what I have to give and more on what there is to receive, connecting with my family, one that thrives on togetherness. All we have is time and limited energy. How will you choose to spend yours? And so it ends. I just wanna note that I originally published this essay under the title, A Reason for the Season. And a couple of days ago, I woke at 4 a.m. and went, I want a new title, so I changed the title. To in the blink of an eye. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to learn more about my work, subscribe to my Substack publication, Princess and the Pea Survivor Edition, where you'll have the latest articles on healing from trauma and how to deal with life's tests delivered straight to your inbox. Be well.